a sulky, over-funky, kinda hunky superhero. A two-fisted and electrically transistored superhero. An exotically neurotic and aquatic superhero. The Marvel superheroes have arrived. Hello and welcome to Marvel Vision, a Marvel Studios TV podcast brought to you by Cinema Sangha. My name is Devin Faraci. I'm one of the hosts of this program. Joining me as he does traditionally... My name is Derek Faraci, and I wish I was Mr. Gates. They'd haul my money around in crates, pay me my money down. Boy, is that a message for me? No, it's a Springsteen. Don't I have to pay. I actually have to pay you for this month. I haven't paid you for this month. Yet. No, you haven't. I haven't. Good I haven't. Point. I haven't sent the the the, the earnings over. Yeah. Uh, that Mr. I'll, Gates cash. I'll do. That. I'll do that. I'll do that tonight. How How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Um, what a time to be a Marvel fan right now, huh? Lots of Marvel. Lots of Marvel. It's been a pretty um, good time to be a Marvel fan for about, what, 13, 14 years when it comes to movies? I think it's stuff. been a pretty good time to be a Marvel fan the last couple of years in particular, though. I think that the addition of television has really upped the ante in um, both the storytelling possibilities and what they've actually accomplished story-wise. I was reading an article yesterday. I wish I'd saved it because it made some interesting points, but I disagreed with it uh, on its main thing. But it was about Marvel and Star Wars and how uh, each show for them on Disney Plus. I'm going to move my chair in closer, so please excuse the noise. Uh, each each show that they've had has had, f- according to like Samba, which who knows how accurate that is, has had fewer viewers. And they're like, it's because they're using lesser known characters as they keep going. And there's not as much build up for the audience. And I think part of it might be it's not as... Uh, uh, it's not as as much of an event when you know you're on your third show in like two years or fourth show as it might be with Marvel, where it's like you know WandaVision, big deal, right? And then Falcon Winter Soldier, big, not as big deal, but a big deal. And then you know we keep going and we keep getting shows, and it's like it's not as much of like oh my god, there's a new Marvel thing, how exciting if it's happening every couple of weeks, you know? Yeah. So I think what's interesting about the world of streaming is a couple of things here. One, I think you're right. I think that. There's more stuff, so it becomes less of an event. Although people, it is still an event. It, people still do have appointment viewing with these shows, um, so that's part of it. But the streaming means that people watch it when they want. Yes, and sometimes that might just mean they don't watch it when it first airs. Yep. They don't get to it until later, or the, when they hear that it's good, or there's a movie coming out that they know it ties into it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. And also, quite frankly. I don't trust third party. Um, I don't either. I, I don't trust like counting views. Like that. yeah, yeah, that's I, the this, thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a big fan of those either because you know the the companies themselves have been quiet about the numbers, but whenever they s- say something, it it often seems to go against what those what what like Samba and those uh, companies say. The other thing is that for streaming, I'm going to tell you the honest to god truth. This is the lesson that HBO had. It doesn't matter if anybody's watching it. It matters that they're all talking about it because the premise is you have to be subscribed in order to try to be in the conversation. Even if you don't watch the show, you get subscribed because everybody is talking about it. So you're like, well, I guess I got to wait. I got to you know, give this a chance. And then maybe you don't actually watch it. Yeah. And that's that's the the streaming thing. It's the same thing as the HBO thing. Like you know, ratings matter to some extent. Like they don't want to air a show that literally nobody's watching out there. Yeah. But on the other hand, like it's about buzz and it's about getting right. subs. But but like like for example, is did Hawkeye create the buzz that they would hope for? Like like you know, I don't know. 
because it seemed to die out pretty quickly. Yeah, hard to say. I personally loved Hawkeye. Like I, you know, and did part of it die out quickly because the second Hawkeye ended was Boba Fett. You know, and so like, do they feed off of each other as well? Which I think that's probably less likely in some ways. Yeah, I don't think so. I think the thing is that um, we live in a world of incredibly short news cycles. Yeah. So hype cycles are just as short. So Hawkeye. There's hype, and then it's over, and then we're ready to move on to the next hype. I don't think we are feeling overwhelmed by it. I think that we're happy to move on to the next hype. Yeah. I think – and again, I mean they are lesser characters in terms of like uh, name recognition. We're really entering some really weird territory with the TV shows moving forward. Um, I mean right, – I mean – I think if you told me three years ago, hey, there's going to be a Moon Knight TV show, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, no, there's not. Like, that's crazy. Moon Knight, come on. I mean, Echo is like yeah. wild. Yeah. I'm not even sure if Echo's even had her own comic. Yes, she has. That's how she, has her she own, was introduced to her own comic, wasn't she? Was she in her own comic, her own title? I know. I'm pretty sure she at least had like a miniseries. Uh, maybe a miniseries. I mean, getting a miniseries is easy. I'm talking about like actually having a title. Um but uh, I'm pretty sure she had her own series at some point. I'm looking here now, but I mean, uh, no, she First was appeared in Daredevil nine. nine. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure she ever actually had. In fact, I'm looking at her Wikipedia page, and none of the references are to a Echo comic. Yeah, I thought she did. Um, I think she might have become Daredevil for a minute. Is that the deal? <sighs> Who knows. <laughs> <laughs> Really hard to say. Uh, Daredevil uh, was not listed as one of her aliases. So, oh, there we go. Okay. So, but. Um, uh, well, anyway, they're definitely going into strange territory now. Um, we're definitely starting to hit characters that nobody knows. <laughs> one thing I do like is looking at the Marvel at the Comic Vine wiki for Echo, and it lists it says died, and it's got like three different issues where she died. <laughs> it's like comics are amazing. Yeah, she's not. She hasn't been around that long. But it's like, you know, like with the new Doctor Strange movie, which we both saw this weekend, and we're going to do a podcast about in a couple of days. Um, and I think we're probably going to go long on this one. We might have lots to say about this movie. Um, it, one of the main characters is a character named America Chavez that I guarantee 90% of the viewing audience has no clue who she is. Yes. I mean, no clue. Like, like she, I don't think she's even appeared in that many cartoons or anything like that. I don't know. I, I, I mean, she is extremely new in, in comparison to most like comic book characters. She's very new, right? Yeah, so she's it's like really in- a decade yeah. or so. She's like a decade or so, I think. Yeah, so it's yeah. interesting that um, Marvel is really moving on to these characters who are much newer. And a lot of the new characters have not been able to support their own series. So yeah. they don't have iconic stories to tell. Yes. Which I, I think yeah. is part of why they might be doing this is because they don't have to – there's not like a, a preconceived notion of who these characters are so they can do more with them. Like Moon Knight in, in mm, the show no, no, is no, no, vastly no, no. different than he is in the comics. Well, we talked about this on the show. Moon Knight's vastly different from series to series. It just depends on who's writing him. Like, the but like, like his character. power set is right. much different here. Well, uh, Stephen Grant much different. Is, is Stephen Grant's like a, a billionaire investor in the comics. Like that's right. that personality. His, so like his his power set's different in the comics from Run to Run Two. Like sometimes to, Moon never gives him to this extreme. No, right? of course not. But like not to this extreme. But I'm saying like the idea that like the idea that Moon Knight is changeable. I think is almost baked into Moon Knight at this point because yes, every time yeah. they, re, they they revive the title, they basically change the character around in big ways. Yeah. I mean, as we talked about on the show before, the originally he's, he didn't have DID or schizophrenia or whatever they were calling yeah. it at the time. He had, he had, I, he had secret identities that he did research or, or spying with. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those these these characters that he his his other identities were not like separate identities. They were just like he put on like I'm going to now dress as Jake Lockley, the taxi driver to the underworld, and get the information yeah. I need. Yeah. Um, and then eventually they decided to make that into DID, and that's I think a hallmark of that character because he's so undefined in any kind of meaningful way. Yes. Um, now America Chavez is a different matter. People are mad about America Chavez because in the comic she's a lesbian. In the movie she does not specifically say that she's a lesbian, but she is wearing a gay pride pin. She's wearing a trans pride pin. Is it trans pride pin? Yes. Uh, and then in the comics her skin tone is darker, so some folks are upset that she's been whitewashed. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to uh, speak on that. I, that's outside my knowledge base. Yeah, it's a good idea to not uh, not wade into that one. Uh, but people will still get mad. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's not. Yeah. I think the things that for these corporate storytelling entities it's nice to have the stories from the comics because you know that these stories work yeah. and you have the base so here's the base we know the story works we're going to do different things with it but we know that it works yeah and i think that's um i think that's what i think is really interesting uh and i about these new characters that don't have these stories because now the corporate storytelling entity is going to be forced to come up with new stories yes which they never really have like if you look at most of the marvel movies they're just riffs on existing storylines yeah, yeah. There's like a couple yeah. that are like very, very, very different, but even those sort of feel like they're riffs. They have like a starting place when they begin. They take elements together, right? Pieces here and there, yeah. Which I imagine they can still do with a character like America Chavez if she ever gets her own movie, or she becomes somebody who shows up in like Young Avengers, and they just use Young well, Avengers stories but with different characters. I'm pretty sure I, they have to be building up to Young Avengers. It's insane if they're not. Right? It just seems quite clear. Yeah. Yeah. To it's me, pretty anyway. crazy if they're not. Um, I but see uh, who, they need one of these teen characters to kind of pop, I think, before that can happen. And well, and they just started, so I'm not saying like they've failed to make them pop. Like Miss Marvel has not come out yet. We'll see how she does, and like we'll see how America Chavez hits with the with the audiences. I think she was great in the movie, so we'll see. We shall see. We have any Marvel news? Uh, to start with, uh, Farhan Akhtar, uh, oh. a Bollywood. Hello. Like, yeah, that could not have been correct. I think so. Really? Okay, maybe. A K H T A R. Octar. Yeah, I guess so. A- but it's a the K is first. That's why I think it's like Octar. I don't know. A K H Octar. Yeah. That's yeah. What I said, right? Okay. Okay. I'm um, gonna give it to you. All right. Well, if I'm wrong, somebody let me know because I don't want to be wrong. I'm not trying. You to, just didn't. You, know. you didn't have confidence as you said it. So it made I don't have confidence badly. in any names. It could say Joe Smith. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Joe Smith. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, anyway. Uh, he is going to be in Miss Marvel. Uh, he is, for those of us like me who don't know him, he's a, a huge Bollywood guy. He's an actor, director, writer. He's like the Kenneth Branagh of, of Bollywood. So it's a big deal that he's going to be in uh, Ms. He Marvel. is in Miss Marvel. They shot it already. Yes. Although this news broke today. So that's interesting. No, I know. It's always funny how this happens when they have these casting news that comes out after they finished or they've been shooting for six weeks or whatever. Yeah. It's always funny to me. Um, Ms. Marvel is going to play in movie theaters in Pakistan. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's interesting. So I don't know if they're going to re-edit it or they're just going to do a very long movie. I guess in I Bollywood know. movies are quite long, so maybe they can miss what they'll do. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, in other word, news, speaking of uh, overseas, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home did not play in China because of the, the fight happens on the Statue of Liberty, which I thought was interesting. Pretty incredible. 
And I also wonder if that's why there's a giant shield on the Statue of Liberty. If they were trying to be like, hey, look, it doesn't really look like it. Because they never bother to explain the shield. They do explain the shield. It's their memorial to Captain America. I don't remember them saying that. I think it's like clear. I mean, it's clear what it is, but it's just like a weird thing. It's like, here's a shield and then it's gone. It's just there for this little bit of the movie and that's it. Yeah, no, I think it's clear that it's they're modifying the Statue of Liberty to honor Captain America. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's interesting that they wouldn't, you know, if, if they had played in China, the movie might have been a success. Yes. But as we know from, t- as we know from today from the internet, where somebody wrote a review of Doctor Strange and said that these movies are becoming so insular that it's, it's more and more alienating audiences, um, that's the problem with No Way Home is that, it did not, you know, it, it alienated audiences with all of this insular yeah. stuff. And uh, everybody knows that the Marvel movies, they're getting too inside and the general audience does not show up for them anymore. The definitive sign that that is not true to me is that our mother has watched all these movies and knows everything about them. That's There's, they're, they're straight normie movies. They're yeah. straight normie movies. Yeah. And I, yeah. you know, let's talk about this now. I was going to say maybe talk about this in the Doctor Strange podcast, but I'm talking about this now. The thing is, what I think people like that critic don't understand. So I've seen the, the last few Marvel movies on opening night in a movie theater, in a crowded movie yeah. theater. Yeah. And every time the movie ends, every single one of these I've seen, there is a conversation or two that I hear where it's a the nerd in the friend group is explaining to the other friends what some of the references were. Sure. And the other friends go, oh, wow. Yes. And this is part of the appeal for people, I think. I agree. It's I agree. The enjoyment of getting let in on things or, or, or reading up in advance and then seeing the reference. Yes. That's part of the deal. And I think that people have bought into it. And also, as somebody else said to me on Twitter, um, nobody in line for Doctor Strange 2 <laughs> does not know what's going on in the Marvel Universe. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's just no yeah. way. Yeah. Like, you want like a casual Doctor Strange fan. No. Like he's an, he's not a popular character in the real world, or he wasn't. No. You know what I mean? No. Now, obviously, it's a big. Now idea. he's going to be huge. Yeah, which <laughs> is pretty weird. But it's like, but that's the thing. It's like such a funny attitude to have when, quite clearly, these are super mainstream movies that literally everybody watches. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are gigantic. You know. You know. I mean, uh, uh, what do you call it there? Um, Endgame, as my buddy Todd pointed out to me today, is like Endgame is part twenty-two of a, a twenty-two part series. Yeah, and it made billions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like clearly, people are down for this. You know what's interesting? I think that people and even more, like because that's one of the things people are like. How are people supposed to keep up with these things and watch them all? They're all on Disney Plus. Right. Even more, it's more easier than ever to do this kind of thing. Right. Because you can pay eight bucks for the month and just watch them all, and that's it. Um. I will say that the other thing that's really interesting, people complain that like, oh, well, this is the movie's 26th in a series. You have to watch 25 other movies. Like, you don't really. I think for the standalone Marvel franchises, all you have to watch are the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Everything else they explain to you. The Avengers movies, they don't explain to you. In Doctor Strange, there's a lot of references to uh, Endgame that they just don't explain to you. There's like two. There's the guy in the beginning. And right. then well, so, like at one point in another scene when they're on a different multiverse or world, one they're like, we fought Thanos too. And that's it. Yeah, but I think that those are not like I don't think that I don't think there's anything that's like if you had never seen a Marvel movie, you could still probably keep up. I don't yeah. just to be clear, I think you probably need to see Doctor Strange one, frankly. But beyond yes, that, I think that. you could probably keep up. But I think that the stuff like that conversation that he has in the beginning of the movie, this is not a spoiler and this is not a big deal, about being dusted. 
yeah. I think is confusing if you do not know Endgame. Sure. He goes, okay. sorry, yeah. I spent five years as dust. And yeah. if you're a person that's never seen these movies, you might go, what the fuck does that mean? That is truly <laughs> baffling. And yeah. so like um, that's – I think that it's – and also Wanda as a character in Multiverse of Madness. I, Wanda, you, know you who definitely – yeah. I think without watching WandaVision, Doctor Strange 2 could be a little confusing. <laughs> I don't think so. I think they explain WandaVision pretty well in language. But I think that Wanda as a character, you need to know who she is. Yes. Because they don't explain who she is as a character. So it's just accepted that you know that she's who Wanda is, and that has to come from watching Avengers movies. And it's the same thing with, like, Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man Far From Home opens with him dealing with the death of Tony Stark. You have to have watched Avengers for that to really work. I mean, they they tell you enough that you don't need to watch it, but, like, for it to work, I think you need to watch Avengers. I think (laughs) Avengers are the only movies you have to watch for all the Marvel films. Yes. And there's also a thing when people are like, this is 26 chapters, you're supposed to keep up with all this. Do people like watch a TV show and they're in the third season? Like, this is too much. How are people going to understand? <laughs> like, like, no, it's just, it's an ongoing story. We all understand ongoing stories. This is not a new concept to the universe. You know, we, we've been there. We've done this. Well, I mean, you know, it really is that premise of like, well, how is it's better call Saul's in season I'm, five? How are people supposed yeah. to keep up with this shit? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I mean, what it is is like, look, I'm smart enough to do this, but is everyone else? I don't know. That's yeah. what it is. And that is the most pretentious bullshit. I hate it. It is. It's frustrating. And it, it puts me in the position I don't want to be in. I don't want to be defending these movies. To be very honest, like as somebody who really likes these movies and does a podcast about these 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 things, I don't want to be in the position of defending them because I think it's reasonable to not like them. I think you it's reasonable I mean? to not like them. I, I think there's plenty of reasons not to like them, but but I think a lot of the reasons we see online are really goofy. They're totally and, you know, ridiculous, and then they put me yeah. in the position of having to fucking defend corporate product. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like, to I, me that I, I saw to today people being like, "I'm glad Doctor Strange is doing well." But I hope Sam Raimi gets to do something he wants to do next. And every interview, Sam Raimi's like, I fucking love the Marvel movies. I love doing them. And it's like he's do- – no one forced Sam Raimi to do to do Doctor Strange. Sam Raimi is more than fine. If he wants to go make a movie, he can go make a movie. Right. No one's going to stop him. He did it because he wanted right. to because he likes this kind of stuff. You know, So to sit there and be like, I hope he gets to do what he wants to do. He did. I watched the movie. He did what he wanted to do. <laughs> like there's not a doubt in my mind. He, maybe he wanted to throw more things at Benedict Cumberbatch from off camera. I don't, maybe that, but that's about it. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, and again, I, it's, it's, it's this thing where I, like Moon Knight's a good example where people say that it's all the same or whatever. I'm like, Moon Knight is not like anything else they've done. No. Like Moon Knight is like fundamentally weird. Yes. Like it's just, it's just strange. And um, whether you well, like I it or mean, not, that's another matter. You may not like this it. This has been a, a, an argument from the beginning where it's like Thor is not like Iron Man. That is not like Captain America. They are different types of movies they have similarities yeah, but they are right. like a movie about as guardian gods coming to earth and fighting versus a guy fighting world war one or world war two it's very different movies yeah and beyond yeah. that i think even when even beyond like what all that stuff i think that the 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 actual style of these movies is different uh winter soldier does not look like ragnarok they just don't no. they don't look alike no they do not it makes me crazy to have to say that because I'm like, it's so, so clear to me. These movies do not look alike. Yeah. Like some of the movies look alike. I'm not going to deny that. Well, you know well, what I've I mean? I've seen people be like, oh, uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War and Endgame and Infinity War. They, they all look exactly the same. It's like, well, it's the same two directors. <laughs> like, it's the same, yeah. It's the same people made them. That's why. It's the same people making those four movies. But they don't look like Iron Man 3. <laughs> like, you know, they don't look like Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Those you, look you, different. You are, in fact, identifying what that these directors bring a personal style to these movies. Yes. 
you know, again, you don't have to. You can argue that the Russos are not overly stylish, you know, but that's their style. That's what their movies look like. I don't know. Yeah. And again, you don't have to like it. That's the other thing. I'm not saying that you have to like it just because it has, you can tell that a director directed it, but like, yeah, I mean, I just, it just, it just drives me nuts. Um, And again, I hate defending corporate product. Yes. You know, I'll defend the characters and the stories because I love the characters and the stories because even though the characters and the stories are corporate product, their their origins are in the weirder kinds of corporate product than this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's very frustrating. Yeah. What and were also, we talking about? Just a quick I I don't know who'd be listening to this that needs to hear this, but if you don't like the Marvel movies, don't watch them. You don't have to. It's okay. You don't yeah. there's better you go watch things you want to watch. It's yeah. it's that easy. You know, no yeah, one's forcing you. It's pretty simple. There, this is not coupon the movie. There is no law. All right, what else we got? Uh, I'm going to save this for the end because it's about Moon Knight, so we should do those two last. Um, uh, set photos of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 apparently suggest that High Evolutionary is indeed in the movie. Yeah, I've heard from... Painted a, on walls. I've heard from a couple of people that he's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I guess this is the kind of spoiler stuff we should be talking about in this podcast, though. I guess it's not really a spoiler. That's going to be stuff that's they're going to put in the promotional business. Yes, yeah. Like yeah. I don't feel that. I mean, there might be some He's listeners who are upset. Movie. He's going to show up. Yeah, I, there might be some <laughs> listeners who be who be upset by this, but I do feel like it's stuff that's going to be in the promotional yeah. stuff. I think that's fair game. I agree. I agree. Like it's unlikely that whoever they hired to play him, and I think it's what's his name from <coughs> Peacemaker. Excuse me. Yes. Um, it's only that he's going to not tell his character's name. This is not like Star Trek Into Darkness where they're going to spend the whole fucking press tour lying about being Khan. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Uh, also, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 uh, wrapped shooting today. So good for them. I saw set photos of them shooting the holiday special here in, here in Hollywood on the street. Yes, I saw that too. Yeah. It was kind of wild to see it. Like they used a really small it's, crew, I think. It's real weird to just see them like running down Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> it was really strange. But I think they used a small crew so that it didn't it wasn't clear that it was a Hollywood production. Yeah. Because on Hollywood Boulevard, you're used to seeing characters, frankly. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. I mean they could just go stand next to Big Bird or like whoever in front of uh Man's Chinese and most people would not realize that it's actually Dave Batista, I think, you know. <clears throat> um and what's interesting, I think, is that they shot both of these at the exact same time. That's a lot. Yeah, James, I'm a little worried that James Gunn is going to, like, go into a coma if he doesn't get a vacation <laughs> soon. Like, the guy seems to be constantly just going. It's like, man, take a take a breath, please. I'm worried about you. You know? <laughs> so, that makes me a little nervous. What else we got? We got uh, Moon Knight producers uh, revealed one of the cameos that they cut early on. Uh, while they were still in the script writing phase, uh, Russ Milheim said that uh, they were thinking of they, that they wanted to have Kingo from the Eternal show up, Kumail Nanjiani, hmm. and then they decided to cut it because it would be too expensive. Kumail Nanjiani wanted, asking too much money. It was they wanted to do a big ancient Egypt uh, action sequence with him. Mm. Like it's going to be too expensive. Oh, that would have yes. been cool. Where he, uh, it would have been him and and uh, Moon Knight from Ancient Egypt and uh, Khonshu Avatar from Ancient Egypt. That would have been really cool. That would have been very cool. So I'm I'm kind of sad that that's gone. That would have been a really big change to Moon Knight 
as well because they've already made Moon Knight a legacy hero in this show a little bit, but that would make him a super legacy hero in ways that he's definitely not in the comics. He is in the comics like that, though. Is he a legacy hero like back in history? Yeah, they, I told I, we discussed this not too long ago that there's a story where all the Moon Knights from throughout oh, history right, come yeah. together to fight Doctor Strange. You did tell me that. Yeah, I just don't listen to stuff you say. I'm just waiting for no, my turn to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all right, what else we um, the final bit of news is there is no news on a second season of Moon Knight. Uh, they did start changing <laughs> earlier this week. They t- did start saying season finale instead of series finale, which made people think that there, there would be an announcement coming a- after the episode. But uh, no announcement came, and uh, the producers and the, the say that the, nothing has been decided at this time. I mean, you know, considering the post credits. Said uh, nothing's been decided. Considering the post credits sequence in this episode, uh, I have to feel like Oscar Isaac's at least open to coming back. I would think so. Yes. Right. Like he sat down and did that post credit sequence, which quite clearly opens the door for a new storyline um, and a lot more to explore in this character. So I feel like he well, has well, to even be open before to the post credit sequence they set up. I mean, not not to go deep into the episode now, but at one point towards the end, in one of the last scenes, he says, "I'm going to go be a superhero." So right. it's like, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, who knows? It seems like it's got to happen. I mean, unless it becomes a movie or something. I don't know. I, I imagine in the least he's going to show up someplace, right? Like, who knows? I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Who Is that say? all the news? It's all the news that's fit to talk about. You ready to talk about Moon Knight? The finale? Uh, you don't want to do trivia? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Let's do trivia. Okay. We did that one. We did that one. How many Infinity Stones exist in the MCU? Uh, six. Yes. Star Lord named his ship after which 1980s television star? Alyssa Milano. Yeah. What was Sam Wilson prior to being the Falcon? Uh, he was in the Air Force. He was like a um, he did a wingsuit thing in the Air Force. Para rescue. There we go. Which sounds like he was rescuing ghosts. <laughs> that's, that's, your, that's your big pitch, buddy. Para rescue. <laughs> yep. John Tenney is para rescue. <clears throat> Did we talk about that they pushed the Marvels back? Oh, we didn't. They, they switched it with Ant-Man. Or did we discuss that last week? Did I don't think we talked about it last time. Week. Maybe we did. No. I don't, I don't no. listen to this show. God knows. Yeah, they It's interesting. It's interesting because um, shuffling release dates made them have to do some reshoots on Doctor Strange. So I'm kind of curious how that's going to impact stuff. Uh, are you ready to talk about now that we've done trivia? We, we did all trivia, trivia, right? We did trivia. Okay. So now <laughs> we've been saying we did three of them, right? <laughs> yes. All right. Now that we've done all of our trivia, are Where you am ready? I? <laughs> Who am I? What am I doing here? <laughs> Who are you people? <laughs> What the hell is this thing in front of me? <laughs> really? Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's you, real bad. You Sam Beckett, <laughs> you just leap into your own body there. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to talk about Moon Knight? Yes. Let's do it.
Moon Knight, Season 1, Episode 6, Gods and Monsters. A reference to The Bride of Frankenstein. A reference to the movie with you and, or I was going to say Ian McGregor, Ian McKellen. Which is about the director about, of yes. Bride of Frankenstein. About James Whale. Yes, I know. I was, I was going to make a different joke, but you went into that, so I saw the joke in my head. To a new era of gods and monsters. So we are now in our final episode. We left last week. You and I both said, I'm not really convinced they can wrap this up. Yes. Like, I was like, I don't know that they're going to be able to wrap this up, like, quite frankly. Uh, And so we are going to find out this week uh, whether or not they were able to wrap this up. We open with uh, our two, uh, with Arthur Harrow, uh, sort of his POV Mm -hmm. on on the killing of Mark Spector. Yeah. And he has got the Amit's uh, Ushabti, and uh, he is going to go and complete the ritual. Yes. Layla is hiding, and she uh, takes out a guy semi-silently, like Harrow hears it. It's an interesting bit of hiding in that Harrow the entire time is like, I know you're right there. (laughs) He just doesn't care. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, I don't care. It's what are you gonna do? It's done. It's over. <laughs> like he does it again later in the, when they're outside. He's like, I see you. I'm looking right at you. I just don't <laughs> care. And I like she, that. I like that. He's he's you know the, that's the kind of like comic book villain hubris thing where it's like I you can't stop me. It's too late to stop me now. Nothing can change. Oh, I stepped on attack. You know, and it, like that's what I like. I enjoy that stuff. Dan, do you think I'm a Republic serial villain? I did it yes. 28 minutes ago. Um, she takes this guy's clothes, I guess, or like disguises herself with some of his shit and follows them along. And she uh, gets on the back of one of the Jeeps. They're going to Giza to get into the temple. The, the, the What is it called? The temple of the gods? The, room of, yeah. the meeting room of the gods? The it's conference room of, of the gods. Yeah. It's the conference room of the gods. Uh, they get stopped by um, Egyptian cops. Um, I had a weird thought about this. Yeah. I feel like if um, if white people made this, the Egyptian cops would have looked like um, terrorist Arabs. Yeah, they would have looked like the guys in Iron Man 1, the Ten Rings. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And instead they look like cops. Like cops. Yeah. And because it's an Egyptian guy directed this, like I think – I honestly think that's like part of like what – It's possible. They, they bring. You know what I mean? Like having yeah. a person – with that experience brings. I mean, it is interesting that this is the first Marvel thing to deal with the Middle East since Iron Man one. Right. And the, so until this moment, until this, until Moon Knight, every Middle Eastern thing in, in the Marvel universe has been, they're terrorists. Right. And Which now is, we get to see they're not, they're cops. <laughs> or they're, they're people who are going to a party. You know, like right. we get to see more of a, Middle Eastern life of existence that is real as opposed to Hollywood movie style where it's like they're all evil. Terrorists. Yeah, that's yeah, because all we ever see in Hollywood stories usually is in the Middle East is, is terrorists, terrorists yeah. and like victims. That's all that's all that we ever really see. Yeah. Um, speaking of victims, Harrow um, uses his powers now. His uh, <clears throat> he's like juiced up now. He leveled he, up. He uh, he judges the guards and yeah. kills the unworthy. This, these are the souls that we see falling into the sands last episode. Yes. One of them lives and um, is, I guess, now just one of his followers, right? Yeah, I guess the dude's down. I guess when you see somebody with that power and they go into your mind like that. Um, she, uh, Layla is ready to kill Harrow. She's like coming right up to kill Harrow. And as she passes by one of the dead bodies, uh, Towerette's voice comes out of the body and says, no, don't. And then Towerette has to uh, possess a couple of corpses 
to get Layla's attention and yes. tell her that they uh, should not kill uh, Harrow, that they need to get Conchu's help to stop Harrow. Yes. I have so a very killing, important question. What's that? The last body that she takes over, was that guy wearing a fake mustache? Yeah, probably. I think it was, but I wasn't sure. I think it was just not a, a not great mustache. Maybe. I don't know. I, but like watching it, like, like at first I was like, oh, instead of like, vo- you know, doing like a uh, dub of the voice because it's a woman's voice coming from this guy, this guy's body, they just made the, the actress look like a guy and they gave her a fake mustache. But then I was like, nah, he's got a five o'clock shadow, though. I, that's really hard to pull off. Yeah, I think it's just either – it's either he has a weird mustache in real life or it's a bad fake mustache. Yeah. I mean, watching Winning Time, I'm just so inured to bad wigs and, 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 and facial I, hair now. I'm just we've like, discussed this it. quite a bit on, on Watchmen a few times now, but I continue my theory that the wig makers of Hollywood are like on strike or something because there's been a long time since I've seen good wigs in anything. Well, the reality is that when you see a good wig, you don't know you're looking at a wig. I guess so. That's true. That's the reality of it, right? Um, my girlfriend, who is a theater person and has a yeah. lot of friends who are in the hair and makeup arts, says that her friends have told her that if you're in hair and makeup, if an actor is a piece of shit, sometimes they'll give them a bad wig. Okay. And if the actor's a big enough piece of shit, nobody says anything about it. Okay. Let me tell you something. In Spider-Man uh, no Way Home, and in the movie Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Benedict Cumberbatch has horrible wigs, and he has <laughs> horrible fake facial hair. I, I was going to say, his facial hair, you can see the line of, like, where the, the, the face wig began. I don't know what you call it for, like, facial hair, but, like, you can see the line all around his mouth. I was yeah, like, it's, it's like, really, really weird. It's really weird. And the thing is, there's other characters in that movie who have wigs. Uh, most of the characters in the movie are wearing wigs, in fact. Yes. Um, and they look pretty good. Well, the, the Rachel McAdams' wig is pretty bad, too. <laughs> she's, like like the when, when she's uh, the alternate universe version of her, that's a bad wig. That's a pretty rough wig. Yeah, I guess. It's not, you know, it's not horrible, I didn't think. I thought it was, I thought it was, was clearly a wig, but then again, it's also, I always wonder with Carol Also, you with actors, know it's a wig, so it's like, that, does the that thing. play into it? Yeah. With some actors, when I know it's a wig, like there's yeah. just no way that's real, like they did not do their hair that way, yeah. um, it makes me, I wonder how, if I'm just that much more aware as a result. Yeah. But uh, but there are pretty good wigs in, in, in that movie, a number of which you don't even notice. Anyway, she can't kill Harold because they need to get into the conference room of the gods so that Layla can go let Khonshu out. Mm-hmm. So they get to Giza, they go into the conference room, and the uh, Ennead council, council is there, and uh, the, or their, their avatars anyway. And Arrow, Arrow kills everybody. <laughs> he kills them all. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Why is it weird? Well, they, they are the avatars of the other gods. And, and spoilers for this episode, two avatars fight Harrow and beat him. And it's weird that this entire room of avatars can't. Seems strange to me. I'm going to say this is not strange. I'm going to say that it was established in a previous episode that the other gods think the way that Khonshu does his avatar is super fucking tacky. Okay. They don't want a superpowered avatar. They don't give them powers. They don't give them but costumes. They do because we see the powers. one guy's hand start lighting up before oh, it cuts away. Yes. And then it cuts back and they're all dead. So it's like they clearly have powers. They can do stuff. I wonder if they like uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to give it to you. Because we never see them do anything, so I'm not really sure what they're exactly. No, yeah. I mean, it's also a thing like, oh, I guess they don't get cool costumes. 
like it's too bad. But what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Harrow Harrow kills everybody. Or his guys kill. They all killed. And they break the Oshabti, and Amit is released from her imprisonment. And um, she Up rules. Gator. She rules. She's awesome. She looks awesome. It's, it's like you know what? Like a lot of times in the modern day, if you're going to do like an alligator monster or whatever, they're going to make it look like weird. But this yeah. is just like an alligator head on a body. Like that's what I want. I don't want like some kind of like how would it really look? Like don't yeah. give me that. Give me a no. fucking alligator head planted on top of a person's body. That's yes. all that I want. Yes. It's it perfect. Great. It's awesome. It and also, really, they don't really have good. like an annoying effect on the voice. I really appreciated that. You know, that's always an interesting choice, right? Yeah. I always think that's the wrong choice when it's like, oh, it's got to be all rumbly and hard to understand. It's like, no, I want to be able to understand what they're saying, please. Thank you. So I appreciated that she just has a, a normal voice. Um, she, uh, uh, so she shows up. She's, she's, she's a big fucking alligator lady. She rules and she tells Harrow, oh shit, your scales are not balanced. Yeah. And she says, it's because he, he says, I, I thought that my penance was enough. She goes, oh no, it's not what, it's not now. She says, but what you're going to have to do to serve me uh, will unbalance your scales. Yeah. And I thought it was really great. Yes. Like it's yeah. like so fucking cold blooded and like, and then also his acceptance of it. Like, okay, I guess you're going to kill me now. I accept that really hammers home that he's a fanatic. Yes. Like he's yeah. not gonna like go. Oh, I can't do this. I have to kill you and take your power for myself. Which I think would be a very standard beat. Yeah, in these yeah. kinds of stories. But he's like, yeah, you're right. You know what? I, I'm unbalanced, and the rule is the unbalanced have to die. And I guess I got to go. You know what he says? He says, "Good for the goose, good for the gander." That's what he says. Uh, and uh, but Amit says, say Amit says, "No, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna make you my new avatar." Actually, yes. Yeah. He's um, like, what, "What good are you to me, dead?" Yeah. Exactly. You, you, and also you that her last avatar was balanced and he trapped her in a, in a statue for 2000. That's the other thing, right? Because, because the avatar was balanced, he was a, a good guy and he yep. recognized that Amit is bad. So, yes. <laughs> um, but meanwhile, Layla, uh, finds the Kanshu statue and breaks it and he gives her a hard time and tries to make her his avatar. Yes. Yeah, and she is like, yeah, he's a real jerk about it. Kanshu, truly an asshole. Bordering on me too. Because <laughs> he's got a cornered. He's like, you got to let me in. Let me yeah, it's it. very bad. It's very bad, very yeah. bad visual, very bad optics. Um, he's just a huge asshole. I really respect in this program that there is no point where Kanshu has a moment where he's actually a good dude. Later on, he says, Sh- hurry up, idiots, which I really yes, like. He's just a piece of shit the whole time. <laughs> Terrific. Yep. Terrific. Yep. Um, she's like, no way you made Mark's life a living hell. Like this is, I'm not going to possibly submit myself to this. Like I know better. And he goes, fine. I guess I'm going to have to go fight. I'll meet myself. Uh, meanwhile, Mark Spector is in heaven, the field of reeds yeah. and Tauret's like, you did it. Congrats. You, you've made it. This is it. And then, and then he's like, this is it just field of wheat. That's heaven. <laughs> well, he's in the same there's heaven no, that there's not even any music or nothing. Fuck. He's like, it's the same heaven that, um, What's his name is in, in, in Gladiator? Oh, I was going to go with uh, Field of Dreams, but there you go. Field of Dreams, yeah. It's all the same. It's all the same heaven. Mm-hmm. He's going to, they're going to have a baseball game and also gladiatorial combat. Yep. In the afterlife. Um, it's, <laughs> Babe Ruth versus Mark Spector. 
Well, I would argue that within the context of what we're seeing here, the field of reeds is a representation of perfect peace and quiet. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the idea that, that yeah. you are in complete peace there. And, and like, it's just a representation of it. Like it's not it's that you kind of thing. There's an old comic strip. I wish I could remember what it was, but there's an old comic strip where it's a guy in heaven and he's like, I did. I, I'm in heaven. And God's like, we have everything here. And the guy goes, do you have, where can I play pool? And God says, oh, we don't have pool tables. He's like, well, what the hell? This is he- this is heaven. <laughs> it's like that's that's like, man, there's not even a pool table. What the hell? Um, Mark is not happy though. He's he can't leave Stephen behind, and no. he feels really bad about it. And Talra's like, no, do not leave here. If you leave here, I cannot stop you, and uh, so I cannot bring you back. And he leaves. Yep. And he, he, all he has to do to leave is fucking turn around and decide to leave. It's pretty good. I, I like that. I like that there's not a lot to it. It's just like, no, I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm, okay. Yeah. Because it's, it's you, you've it, decided to reject peace in, in a sense, right? So, yeah, it's, it it, it's all representations of metaphysical concepts, right? So, like, there shouldn't have to necessarily be much to it other than just saying, I'm going to go leave. Yeah. Um, he goes, he finds um, Stephen Grant frozen in the sand, and he gives his whole fucking speech to him. Yes. About how I couldn't have made it without you. You kept me alive. You're my guy. I love you so much. And he puts his own hand in Stephen's hand. I mean, sorry. And geez, I get very confused here. Uh, it is Stephen's hand. He puts yeah, his own Stephen's hand in Stephen's hand. It's Spectre yeah. and Stephen get me very confused. Yep. He yeah. is himself freezing as this happens. He, he is freezing up. And he yep. puts his, his heart in Stephen's hand. And they're frozen together in that pose for a second. And then... Boom, the gates of Osiris open and the light shines upon them and they are free to move around again. Yay. Um, but it turns out there's a huge fucking sandstorm. It's a sand wave coming at them. Yeah, it's uh, what's it? Osiris, is it? Is it Osiris? Because when once her face brings the boat up, she's like, you're not getting them, Osiris. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, it is truly a tsunami of sand. And yes. um, Towerette shows up with the boat. She kind of like, like, goes sideways in front of the tsunami to like yeah. uh, slow yeah. it down. Yeah. And the two guys run uh, holding each other um, through the gate. Mark's uh, got a messed up foot though. And I'm not clear why it does feel like there may have been, so- or oh, maybe his foot's still frozen. Maybe I, I it, like they show it and they show it like it's, it's limping behind, but I was like, well, what happened to his foot? <laughs> like, like, that's weird. It is not an issue clear. later. So it's hard to know. Yeah. I mean, I, later, I mean, he's back in his body and, in theory, he has the power of Kanshu again, so he instantly heals. So I didn't have an issue with that. But it was just like, can you sprain your ankle in the afterlife? That's a that's a question. Oh, that's yeah. I, I, I'm I'm going to say that I think that his 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 foot is frozen. You think it's still frozen? Right, yeah, that's it. what I that's what I think uh, is 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 what it means. Yeah, that's that, that's going to be my take on it. Yeah. Um, so they get through the. Uh, Gate and Kanshu realizes that um, Mark Spector's come back to life. Yes. And we have sort of a replay of the time that Kanshu first gave him his powers. And this actually well, solves it, my it's problem. We had because Kanshu walks up and he says, and he's like, Mark Spector. And then Tim Meadows walks up and goes, You got to give him a minute, son. Mark Spector has to think about his entire life before he saves the world. Uh, <laughs> this actually really solves my problem from earlier in the show. What's that? When I complained to you that his origin involved him not being killed. Yes, and now and, he's been killed. Yeah, but now he's been killed, yeah. and so I now I'm happy. Like even even though it wasn't part of his actual origin, it is now a vital piece of his story. Yeah, and I I always like that about Moon Knight that he died and rose again. 
And yeah. I, I think that that's explains really the important. message we got from Oscar Isaac that said, you motherfuckers don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so. We've been getting that message from Oscar Isaac for a year and a half now. It's weird that he keeps messaging it. Like, we appreciate that he listens, but it was very shocking. <laughs> well, mostly it's about Star Wars stuff. That's the craziest part. He but, um, really, he's really got problems with Last Jedi, which is very strange. <laughs> <laughs> uh he does the whole thing of like are you ready to become my avatar and he brings him back to life but then Stephen grant takes over and turns into mr knight and actually says you know what actually we're going to redefine this whole fucking relationship yeah it's time for a uh, union yes exactly like you need me real bad so you know what we're gonna we're gonna do this and he says after our meet's taken care of i'm free to go yeah and Khonshu was like, are you fucking kidding me? The world's about to end. Like, this is the worst time to negotiate. And he's like, no, this is the best time to negotiate, actually. This is the ideal time to jo- negotiate. Yep. And he accepts their terms. And that's when he says, hurry up, idiots. <laughs> Which I greatly loved. <laughs> Anytime a god calls people idiots, I'm just down for it. I'm all for that. Uh, meanwhile, Layla runs into one of the um, avatars who's not dead yet. And he tells her that the only way to stop Amit, you got to prison imprison her inside a human, yeah. uh, not the Ashtabdi anymore. Like that's the thing. Like you put her in a person, you can kill the person. Yeah. And then and then she's dead. But in the in the statue, she can always just get out again. And so Layla uh, ends up getting visited by Tawaret and accepts the offer of becoming her avatar. Yes. And she gets special armor. She gets a cool new outfit as the uh, Scarlet uh, uh, Scarab. Yeah, so she's almost a brand new superhero. Like, quite close. Not quite. No, she's Scarlet Scarab from the character. Right, but I'm saying, like, Scarlet Scarab is not this character at all. No, no. There's no, In fact, there's nothing about this character that relates to the character of Scarlet Scarab from the comic books. except Well, that well they both that. have a red scarab on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it, right? Yeah. And that, that's it, though. So it's kind of interesting. Like, they almost had a, an original superhero here, the first in the MCU. Um. And then they just gave her a. Uh, I guess it is the first. Huh? Yeah, yeah. They, and then they they just they just gave her uh, a name from the from the back catalog. Yeah. At first they were like, "We'll call her Blue Beetle," and they're like, "Oh, can't do that. We'll call her Scarlet Scarab." Yeah, I mean Scarlet Scarab. There's been a couple Scarlet Scarabs, um, and uh, he is a specifically though an Egyptian superhero. Like that's the, yes. the deal. And yeah. uh, he was like a fucking World War II guy. He was actually in the fucking Invaders for a hot minute. There you go. Like in the original Invaders or later on, like when they went back and like. Uh, Scarlet Scarab's like a character from like the 70s or something like that. So I think he was, it was like sort of, sort of original Invaders. Well, Well, I guess define original. I don't think there was an Invaders comic in World War II, was there? There was a a team though. Like Captain America, uh, Submariner and, and Human Torch teamed up in the comics back in World War II. Yeah, but there weren't like an Invaders comic to be like told stories. I don't. I don't think they had their own comic. No, but I think like they were a team. Anyway, so this, so it's almost a new character. She looks a lot like I thought. And I looked this character up later, and I guess not as much as I thought. But when I saw her outfit, it really reminded me of the character of Isis from the old TV show, Power of Isis. Yes. By the way, uh, Invaders first appeared in 1969. So I am wrong. You are wrong. Yeah. I had a feeling. I knew this, the Invaders were totally uh, uh, a Silver Age creation. I, just, I yeah. felt like they had shown up during the, the Golden Age. I guess not. No. Um, but yeah, she she did look a lot like Isis, which also makes her look a lot like the Isis in the DC Comics because they just took the Isis TV show and turned that into a character in the comics. Well, you know, uh, let's let's talk about her for a minute because I think that she's pretty cool. 
she's very she, cool. She has this cool outfit and she has these really awesome wings and the wings look really, really good. Yes. And I think that she uses them in really interesting ways. She uses them both as a shield as a weapon. Um, yes. She's able to fly. Uh, I, I, I was really impressed by how cool this character was that we just really only get a little bit of. Yeah, I really hope we get to see more of her in, in the future. She was very, very cool. I have a strong suspicion. And hear me out. That they can't get Oscar Isaac back. Their intention is to have her show up and stuff. Oh, for sure. For sure. Right? That's the thing. Yeah. For sure. And she'll be like, oh, Moon Knight is off doing a thing. But I'm yes. here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like the, the actress moment. is going to yeah. be happy to get the fucking job. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. yeah I, she's a very good actress, but she, she doesn't have the star power of Oscar Isaacs where Oscar Isaac can be like, no, I'm just going to go do other stuff. Well, but yeah, but I'm saying like it's, it's she, she'll always get work. I think she's a very good actress, but, but this is, uh, she's at the stage of her career where this can be nothing but good. Yes. To, you know, maybe she'll get on a fucking spinoff show. God knows they gave echo a spinoff show. Right. I mean, like yeah. who knows? Yeah. And between last episode and this episode, I would love it. I think she's a she's great terrific. character. I, I really enjoyed watching her be in the end of Jones last episode. I enjoyed watching her be a superhero this episode. I'm all for it. I'm all, I'm down. I'm down. Give Layla her own show. Harrow and his guys go to Cairo. Um, this is one of the few times I've ever seen. I've never, I've not been to the pyramids yet. The one of my dreams is to go to the pyramids. Yeah. But I do know that the pyramids are like pretty close to Cairo. Like they're like, can, right, there's like a KFC right across the street from the pyramids. Isn't there? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, it is every time you see them in a show or movie, they're like in the middle of the d- deep desert, but they're not like, it's like, it's really close. Yeah. And, there's a couple of shots of this with the pyramids where you can just see the city directly behind them. I, I really yeah. appreciated that. And again, I think that's gotta be, um, having an Egyptian director. In fact, I read an interview with him where he said that was one of the things that was important to him was to like demystify the position of the pyramids. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think you don't want to like have your big fight take place in the parking lot of the KFC next to the, <laughs> next to the pyramids. <laughs> that might be a little much de- demystifying. You don't want to demystify that much, but you want to make it clear that the pyramids are actually really, on the direct outskirts of yes. Cairo. Yeah. Yeah, to, to the people of Cairo, it's the Empire State Building. Like, yeah, it's right, right. They're right there. Yeah. Right. Um, so Harrow's guys go down into Cairo and they begin uh, judging random people on the street. Yeah. I'm going to say something here. Okay. This is an unbelievably inefficient way to handle this. I agree. There's a billions of people on Earth. Yes. Like, I thought for sure when they brought Amit in that she was going to, like, just do it to the earth. Well, I mean, he goes up on top of the, the pyramid and he starts just kind of pulling souls, right? Like, I guess she does, right? So I yeah, guess that that is. Each one she has, she gets bigger. She gets real big. Yeah, she starts eating souls. But aren't the souls being judged by the people that are then feeding her? Isn't that the deal? I thought it was just him up there. It's a the she. Staff. She's a she. No, no, I'm talking about Harrow. Because Harrow's oh. on the top of the, the pyramid. I thought it was him oh. up there with the staff that was pulling the souls. Was that it, or was it yeah. just like, was like it, how he, he did was, earlier with the with the cops, where he was able to hit them all at once? But now that she's out of her trap, uh, you know, she's been freed. He's even more powerful, so now he's really pulling them out. I thought that he was sort of the focal point, where the the followers were doing the judging, and then the souls oh, were no, getting no, no. funneled through him. I no, you. Think I mean, I think they're getting funneled through him, but I think he's just pulling like pop, 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 pop. Okay, that makes more sense because I was like, this is such an inefficient. They sent a bunch of guys into the city to do it. It's such an unbelievably inefficient way to do this. And you're really, just, you're really just asking for military intervention, like at that yeah. point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you really are. Um, so, uh, but it turns out that 
things are not going to go so smoothly by our guys. Yes. Because guess who shows up? It's fucking Moon Knight. Moon Knight yes. has some good moves in this episode. He does. Oh, we he, he gets part. flown. He gets flown. Yes, what? he flies over. Uh, that Before he gets flown, when, when him and Kanshu are arguing, and Steven says to Kanshu, we saved you. They did not save him. Yeah, Layla I kind of. What were they doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was dead. He was very much dead while Kanshu was released. But they sort of did because they met Towerette and Towerette contacted Layla. I mean, that would be like, 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 maybe like, hey, I, I, I saved those people because I called the cops when I heard a noise. Like, I didn't save those people. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I'm going to say that you had a role in it because the I had cops a role, wouldn't have but come. I, I don't know if I'd be comfortable being like, I saved them. That was me. Yeah, was but I think me. if you're negotiating, you kind of have to go. Yeah, you got to go. It big. was me. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Kanchu flies him into Cairo and uh, he, he, when he goes up against the moon and creates that cool silhouette against the moon totally fun. that was great that was so great. good they really again this show takes time to go out of its way to give us cool images of Moon Knight doing stuff yes but that don't feel like just poses no and I think that's really nice I really I really 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 appreciate that yes um, it's funny that he flies in he has a hard time landing Yes. Well, he slams into Harrow and brings him down. He does go right into Harrow. He will. Is he purposely going for Harrow? I think so. Yeah, he's like flying at Harrow, and then yeah. the two of them crash into the city, and um, they have uh, a, a big fight. And then Layla shows up, and there's a big fight with a bunch of guys and uh, Harrow. And I want to make going. something very clear here. What's that? Stephen takes over, and he's yes. like, "I'm so excited." And he says to, to Layla, "I'm so excited to show you the things I've learned because he leveled up as well." And he starts beating guys with his clubs. And then Mark takes over. And I, this is going to come back later to things I have to say. Mark and Layla murder the fuck out of people. They Like Layla is cutting people up with her swords. Mark is throwing his little stars into people's chests. He's murdering people. They're murdering people left and right. So it's very important for Layla. So I'm going to say that I don't know. So there's two different ways to look at this, right? Um Like in a video game, you hit somebody in the chest with your star and they're done. Yeah. But in real life, that doesn't kill you. And if These he's not hitting magic like blades, no, I get it. But that doesn't you mean know? they're magic poison blades. Like no, like but, magic- but it looks like the people are dead. And the same with the swords; like they they just drop. They're not like oh, they they drop dead. They are done. Maybe I don't know. I think I, so. I thought I thought about it too. I thought about it a lot because obviously it becomes a whole thing, right? Uh, yeah. But um, I'm gonna go with the argument that those guys are not dead. I'm going to go with the argument that those guys... I mean, Layla is murdering people with her swords. She's stabbing people through the chest and stuff. Like, they, there's no not killing that. Well, I'll say that Layla has not made any kind of progress on the issue of killing people. Mm, Mark, Mark Spector is supposed to have. Mark Mark Spector, I, I think... I'm back and forth. I don't know if Mark Spector is supposed to have. I think Mark Spector... I, I will discuss it when we get to the thing. I actually am going to say that I think that they're not dead because... Because they had this fight, uh, Mr. Knight shows up yeah, with his nunchucks or his, his batons and kicks ass. It's really, really cool. It's really, really fun to finally see like, him. Look, I don't think Mr. Knight is killing people. He definitely is. He's just, just bonking them out. Right. Yeah. But the reason why I think Mark Spector and Layla are not killing people the, is because what happens then is that there is a cut and all of a sudden um, Mark Spector is standing a bunch of, among a bunch of mangled dead bodies. 
Yes. So I think that the visual language of this, and I think Layla is like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, I think the visual language of this is supposed to tell us that he was not killing them, and then suddenly he did begin but, butchering them. I, I I agree that he begins butchering them. I think there's a difference between I'm killing because we're in a fight, and when when the blip happens or what it, like the, the switch happens and he comes back, things are on fire. Things are all over the place. There's blood everywhere. Like he didn't just kill these people. It wasn't like self-defense killing. It was I'm murdering now. Yeah. Like it's clear that he went into like murder mode at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so in I, theory, spoke Italian. I think it's Spanish. Oh, is it Spanish? I thought it was I Italian. think it's Spanish. Yeah. Oh. I think that um You know, I took four years of Italian. I should be able to tell the difference. Uh I actually did not even hear what he said. I could not even make it out. Um, but uh I think it's supposed to be Spanish, I think. And I if it, if that is the case I thought with is, the hat and the and the music, it yeah, maybe. Made me think like, oh, he's an Italian hitman. Okay. Well, anyway, while this is happening, uh, Mitt and Kanshu are fighting. And they're having a kaiju battle at it's the Great huge. Pyramid of Jesus. It's, awesome. it's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, it's real cool. It's really, really cool. It's really fun to have it happen in the background. Um, the show very smart, not making like that big of a deal out of it. Yeah, like not making it the center of attention. The one thing I wish that the show had done, and I understand why they didn't do this because they're adding the things in via effects later, and so it's like a whole issue. I wish the ground had been shaking or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because like fucking like Ahmet falls. Yeah, and that really should like cause some shockwaves. Yes. Yeah. It's very big. But it's cool. They also teleport around. Yeah, it's really cool to watch a giant skull pigeon fighting a giant alligator head lady. Yeah, it's awesome. It just rules. It just rules. Yes. And what's awesome is is that's happening, and that's not the focus of the of the story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that's background that's information. In it's like, yeah. oh, it's crazy. That's pretty nuts that we've reached that level. So they when 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 Spectre comes out of the blackout, he realizes that neither he or Steven kill all these guys. And yes. so they take Harrow to the chamber of the gods and they start doing their spell to trap him, trap a meat inside the body, right? Yeah. And uh Amit goes in there. And so now Amit's inside of Harrow and Kanchu's like, oh good, kill him now. Kill him because yeah. that's it. Like he won't be a threat anymore. And Mars like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill him. And Kanchu and he says, Kanchu, you're no different than Amit. Well, well this is because Kanchu says if you don't kill him, sooner or later she'll get out and she'll kill again. And Mark says, Now you sound just like her, which conservatively, she her release in the time she was released, 50, 60 people were murdered. So he doesn't sound like her because she's the, we know what they will do. We just saw it. Yeah. So um, it's a, it's a weird moment to suddenly be like, no, I'm not killing anymore. And Layla's the one who's like, you, you have a choice here, Mark. And it's like, this is the entire thing has been this. Like, so I think what the argument here is. So I think that when we talk about this, I think we often get down to binaries of killing, not killing. And I think that's not correct. I think it's more complicated than that. I think that there's levels of killing. And yes. I think that as a society, we recognize this. So a soldier who goes into battle, 100% can kill the enemy in battle. The yes. thing is that once you've captured a guy, it's against the the, the, uh, the the rules of war to murder him, to execute him. Sure. Without, without a trial. Like you can yes. bring him and have a war crime trial or whatever and execute him. But you can't just summarily – I mean you can because obviously who's going to stop you. But you're not supposed to summarily execute people mm -hmm. on the field yeah. of battle. Yeah. So that's, I think, the line here, right? Like that may uh, – let's just say maybe Smart Spectre and, and Layla were in fact killing people in that fight. But they're killing them in a moment of fight in self-defense. These people are going to kill yep. them, so they have to kill them before they can kill them, right? Yes. But now that he is, he is conquered, 
to murder him on the floor ground would would be murder. It wouldn't be self defense. So you can't. There's no justification for it. I do wish that Mark had more of a sense of what he was going to do with this guy. Yes, because <laughs> it's very confusing. I'm not even 100 percent sure what laws you can bring him up on. He used magic and murdered people. Right? I mean, he, I mean, people definitely died, but I'm not sure yeah. what the laws in the MCU are about stuff like that. I, I feel like the Your Honor, do you believe this man held his cane up and then somebody just fell over dead? I mean, maybe I, I the MCU mean, I would think do in buy the that. MCU they would buy that, and and this goes into the, one of my favorite comics of all time is Astro City, where uh, an issue in Astro City about a lawyer who gets a guy off of a murder charge by being like, we live in a world where there's clones and shape-shifting aliens. How can you be sure it's my guy? How can you be sure he did it? He says he didn't do it. You say he did. There's video of him doing it, but how do you know it's not a shape-shifter? Reasonable doubt. Done. And I, I always like that, that idea. So you could do that here. This is definitely the kind of thing, though, where I think, like, had this been a movie, uh, like, Wong would have shown up and been like, hey, we're going to take him to, to, you know, magic prison or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, I mean, like, I understand why he doesn't do, why they don't do that because he has a different ending, which is fine. His ending is good, right? Um, yeah. But like, but I did wonder, like, what Mark Spector's whole fucking plan was. Like, I legitimately was like, okay, Mark, what are you going to do with this guy? Yes. Like, 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 can you put him in, like, he has an Egyptian god inside of him. Can you just put him in the Egyptian jail? Yes. Like, is that, are they going to hold him? Who knows? <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I'm not saying that Mark Spector should have cut off his head. Because I think yes. that would be wrong. I do. I think I do agree that would be wrong. With, with I would agree with the show, but it's just there's just no premise of like what are you going to do with this guy? Like it's just so weird to me. Uh, it doesn't matter anyway, because uh, what happens next is um, uh, Kanshu. They're, the, they're they're in the. They're all of a sudden they're back in the uh, psychiatric hospital. Yeah, I was very confused. Uh, it was very confusing, and because uh, Kanshu had released him. Yeah. They wake up in the psychiatric hospital. There's Harrow is talking to him again. Um, Harrow is like, none of that's true. What you're talking about is crazy. But they realize that he has got bloody footprints. Yes. And that's when they realize that this whole psychiatric hospital thing is definitely not real. And then they wake up again in Stephen Grant. Well, well that, that's when Stephen says, like, Harrow says, Stephen or Mark or whatever, you have a choice to make here. And he says, if, I, if I've got to make a decision, I'm going to be a superhero. And he just falls back. And all of a sudden, he's Moon Knight again, I guess, right? Would be the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although, I guess he cannot be Moon Knight. It's a little confusing. It's a little, and I think it's purposely confusing. I, I think they want to do a thing where if this never is mentioned again, this could always ju have just been the, the daydream of a guy in an insane asylum. Right, like would, right, and the other argument is that because no, not even that. I don't think even that. I think that was if he wants to be still be Moon Knight without having powers. I guess we just go back to the comic book Moon Knight. Yes, where he's just a guy running around, right? But but I'm saying like like if Oscar Isaac is like, no, I'm never showing up again, and they don't want to bring up Moon Knight in something later on. The answer is that all this was just his dream. And no, I don't think they'll ever. I don't think they'll ever do that. I don't I think, think either. That, but but I think that that's. Oh, an open path they can go down if they feel like it, to to explain why Moon Knight never shows up again. If, if that, I think he just doesn't show up because he doesn't show up. I think that especially sure. if he has if, if he has no powers but stays Moon Knight, I think that even adds more reason for him not to show up. Yeah, like yeah. they're not going to go recruit him for a future Avengers movie because he's just a fucking guy. Yeah, right. I mean, um, so like conceptually, Daredevil exists in the MCU right now, and they never bothered with him because, as far as they're concerned, he's just a guy. Yes, like they, he, that he's not, but they they maybe don't know that. I mean. Compared to like Thor, what thanks, Daredevil? What are you gonna do against Thanos? Really? Um, <laughs> Come on, man. 
They wake up back in Steven's apartment, and there's two fish in the tank this time. Yes. Instead of just And they're talking one. to each other. No. <laughs> it's just because uh, it's the shot of the fish, and you hear Mark and Steven talking. And it's yes. Like, are the fish – are they fish? That's so, what it's been this whole time. They've been fish. We So he uh, he's still chained to the bed. Uh, we, Confused we, by we, that. Why? Because Mark and Steven are simpatico now. They, they've – growing together like they understand oh, each other if mark and steven are the only f- people in there i would agree with you yeah i guess all right um, i mean mark seems real shocked that he's still chained to the bed i know i know it's so. it's a it's a surprise moment for us. i think it's mostly a joke moment for us frankly um uh so the premise here is that they have they've reintegrated they're they're together they 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 yes. live together they recognize the need for each other and they're going to be happy best buddies in the same body for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And that's the end of the show. Except we have a mid-credit scene. The first mid-credit scene of the whole series. We see Harrow. He is in the Senkovitz Psychiatric Hospital. Yes. Uh, a nice little nod right there. And uh, a Spanish-speaking man. It's a Spanish-speaking. I'm looking right here at the Wikipedia, and it says Spanish-speaking. Right. I mean, that makes sense. That's Oscar Isaac bringing in his own heritage. Yes. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. He's, and I think that when we saw young Mark Spector, his family looked hispanic you know what i mean yes. like it seemed hispanic and yeah. so to have jake be hispanic i think makes a lot of sense sure contextually within that sure so somebody takes him out and says don't worry about it everything's gonna be okay as they're wheeling their way out harrow's like in a wheelchair uh they pass by dead uh employees they just pass by like the nurse's station and there's somebody yes. dead in a pool of blood and then he gets put into a limo Mm-hmm. And it's not just any limo, it's Mr. Nice Limo from the comics. It's the exact one. I mean, it's like they really nailed it. Yeah. They really, really nailed it, including the license plate that says Spectre. Yep. Very nice. Which is very cool. Um, the, vanity plates are not cool unless you're a character in a movie or a comic book. But if you're a regular person, they're not cool. Yeah, probably. That's my favorite joke in The Suicide Squad when they're listing all the reasons that they will kill the thinker. Yes. And Harley Quinn's like, we find out you have personalized license plates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Khonshu is sitting in the back of the limo, uh, yes. looking very dapper, by the way. Very, very, like, I felt like you should have a cigar. Yeah. And, uh, and so uh, Harrow, uh, Harrow is like, oh, uh, you can't hurt me. You can't hurt me or, or, or I'm eat. And uh, Kasha's like, oh, I'm a, I have no intentions of doing that. Uh, I have no intentions at all. Uh, and he goes, I'm also not taking Layla as my next avatar. And uh, in fact, Stephen doesn't even know what the fuck is going on with himself. Or Mark or Stephen doesn't even know. They don't have no idea how broken they actually are. And he goes, I want to introduce you to my friend. He knocks on the window. The divider between the front seat and the driver's side and the back part of the limo and Oscar Isaac turns around wearing a little cap, little flat cap, and he shoots Harrow, and they drive away. Yes. It's Jake Lockley, uh, who yeah. is the third identity of Moon Knight, and we have been wondering where he is. We had seen the sarcophagus making a bunch of rattle yes. a couple episodes ago. We knew Jake we, was in there. And we had two times when neither Mark or Stephen were in charge of the body. Yeah, and everybody else gets killed. Everybody gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, that is uh, the end of the show. Yeah. What did you think of this one? I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the final fight being cut out. I think that's a bit of a, a cheat. Like I know they they set up earlier. It's been part of the whole story and whatnot. But the fight with Harrow is 
blipped. I think that's kind of, uh, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm going to say that one that they did set it up and I think that it's a little bit of a joke, right? Um, but I also think that the, the hard reality of it is you get a fight with Harrow or you get the Kaiju battle, pick one. Like budget wise. I think that's the deal. I think you get the big fight with Harrow. That's like really cool and super big, or you get the Kaiju battle. I mean, it doesn't even need to be super big, but just seeing Mark take Harrow down is I think very important. And we don't see that. And I think that's, a little bit of a, a letdown. I thought it was a surprising choice. I was, I'm not I was surprised. Disagree that it was surprising. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I was I very just, surprised. I don't think it, for me, it did not work. I don't mind it. I don't mind it because I think that what we're going to end up with if we had to have that fight is we're going to have Moon Knight fighting a guy who's shooting purple lasers at him. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's just not that yeah. interesting to me. No, like, I agree. At the end of the like, day. I don't disagree with that. I do not disagree with that. But I feel like it's, an, uh, it, it's a thing where it's like, oh, I've been waiting to see Harrow get his comeuppance and then you cut away. And that's a bit, bit of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, but I, I'm torn. Cause I, I think you're right. But also at the same time, I just, I just don't see an, a final battle that is not a guy shooting lasers as Moon Knight. Yeah. Around. No, I agree. I just, I I just agree. don't I know how you do it. I, because, I mean, there's, there's also a thing where like Layla gets stuck to a car and it's like, uh, really? <laughs> like, like she's trapped. Cause the second he comes out of the, being unclear what's happening everyone's beat up Layla just breaks the thing off of her arm and like is like what happened and it's like she couldn't have done that like a minute ago like you know it's that kind of stuff where it's just like oh you you were just like uh, and then they fight don't worry about it we know like you know what's going to happen so we could just skip over that and I was like well I, you know what I, they did I kind of want to see it they got you know it they yada, did yada, yada. they got it yeah yeah <laughs> and your argument is that you can't yada 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 the final boss fight you can't, you can't yada, 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 the good part. I didn't. <laughs> That's, that is such a great, what did she say? She's like, no, I mentioned the salad or whatever, right? That she had for dinner. Yeah. No, that's a great bit. Yeah. yeah they did. They did. And it's yada, a personal yada, thing. Yada. Like, 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 I think it, it works with the story. It works. Like, like I said, they set it up throughout the, the season, right? That this kind of thing happens. It was just the thing where I was like, oh, that's how you're going to do this. <laughs> like, that's how you're getting out of this, uh, this episode getting through everything real quick is, oh, we're just going to skip ahead now. Yeah. Like, eh, that's a little bit of a bummer. And I, I do, I think it's real weird that in the last two minutes, he's like, I'm not going to kill anybody anymore. Like you're literally the avatar of the God of vengeance. Right. So like killing's part of your deal. Like, I don't mind that Steven doesn't kill. I think there's a, a thing there. And I think even if Steven had been the one to like, Mark, we shouldn't kill him. I would have been okay with it. But Layla having just like sliced through people and then being like, no, we can't kill this guy. But again, that, I think I think that you're not taking into account the different kinds of killing. That if, I think, if they I are think killing I am. people. I think I am. I think he's the spirit. He's the avatar of the god of vengeance. Yeah, but he's the avatar of the god of vengeance on one last mission he's done after this. Yes. Like he, he like doesn't, he doesn't finish the, the mission. Which they kind of play into, right? Is right. at the end is contributing like he's I still got him. He's still mine. Right, so, because not not all the personalities agreed to. Yeah. Yeah, to give it up. But it's it it felt weird to me in them of like, you know, it, it's the kind of thing. It's the same as like in like Batman movies when he's m murdering people left and right, and then he gets to the Joker. And he's like, "I'm not going to kill you." And it's like, what? <laughs> like, really? This is the guy you're not going to kill? Really? Right. Like, I have all these other guys you killed. This is yeah. where you're drawing the line. You blew up a factory full of people that you only saw twenty of them. For all you know, there were janitors and other people just working in that factory. You blew that whole place up. But the Joker, you're gonna be like, "I'm you. I'm going to keep alive." Like. Like, you know, there's a weirdness there. 
And it, it felt weird to me for him to be like at that moment, be like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, it seemed like a weird moment. Yeah. I mean, to- I guess, I guess what I wish, I, I, I guess for like, me, like if he had gone through the, the final fight, not in my opinion, killing people, like if from the moment that they died and he sees all the people in the break room of all the people he's killed from there, he never, he did not use uh, deadly tactics. I would be like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. He, he looked at his past and was like, I can't do that anymore. But I do think in that fight leading up to his fight with Harrow, even before Jake Lockley takes over, he's killing people. So, yeah, I mean, I think that would have been the easy solution for the, for the creators, for the filmmakers would yes. be to just have him not kill people in that final fight. Like that's the yes. easiest solution. Like, or have Steven jump in and be like, no, I can't let this happen. Like I can't let you kill somebody like, like this, like, and I would accept that. It, it's weird that it's Layla. That's like, Hey man, you got to make a choice here where she was just murdering people. And then, you know, it just yeah. feels weird to me. It just feels no. Weird okay. Me. I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. I, I, I accept it. I, um, it, it bothered me less. I'm very used to this kind of stuff in these kinds of movies. I just accept but it. That's the thing is this is, they do this in superhero stuff all the time and it drives me crazy where it's like, yeah. well, it's, it's oh, and, and just in movies in general, it's always that thing where it's like, we murdered a bunch of people, but here at the very end, I've decided you're the one I'm not going to kill. And it's like, but that's the guy you've been trying to kill the whole goddamn time. <laughs> like, like that's been right, your mission. Right. Right. You know, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a real hack way of doing these stories. Again, I, you're right. I mean, like all the, you're actually what it needs to be is Steven talking to him. Yes. I if, Steven, make- if Steven had popped up, I would have been 100 percent fine with it. If Steven was like, I cannot allow this. Like and even if Steven was like, look, yeah, you can kill other people when we're fighting. But this man is defeated. We've defeated him. Right. At this point, it is murder. I'd be like, fine, that's fine. I'm totally cool with that. But Mark, having just killed a bunch of people and Mark, we know before this, really not having much of a problem killing people. It seems weird to me. And Layla having just killed people and then being like, hey, not not this guy. Not the guy that we've literally been trying to stop who's got the god in him who's going to destroy all of mankind if she gets the chance. Did this did this ruin the episode for you? No, it didn't ruin the episode. It didn't ruin the, the, the show. It, but it was something where I was like, ah, I wish they handled this better. I wish there had been more to this moment. You know? Right. But, yeah. What did you? Uh, did Another you possibility is by having having the the god put into Harrow, have Harrow's mind gone and be like, I can't kill this man. He does. He's not even aware of where he is anymore. Like that's. Well, wrong. you know what's funny is that there's like an element of that in the mid credit scene where yes. he's like in a psychiatric hospital. Yes. So like there's like a premise that like the god in him it's too much and that that could have been made more explicit. Yes, but then when he gets into the truck into the the limo with, with Kanshu, he's completely he's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> Like he seems fine all of a sudden. He's well aware of what's happening. Which I guess could be a, a sign that he's pretending to be crazy to get a cushier uh, imprisonment than just yeah, going to prison. Knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, what did you what, what what'd you think of the series in general? I thought it was really good. I thought I I really really want to see more of Layla more than than Moon Knight. I want to see more of Layla. I really like Layla as a character. I really think the last two episodes they did some great stuff with her. I love the moment when. Uh, Layla makes the decision to to be an avatar and she's told that her that her father will be happy and and, and she's like, Oh, I, I brought your father to the field of reeds. And I like that Layla gets that moment of my father is in heaven. You know, I think that's great. I think I thought that was really a beautiful moment. There's a moment in this episode that could have gone really wrong and felt really bad. 
when is it, uh, hey, go what? on no, no go on. guess take your guess i'm not going to guess I'm not going to. It's when uh, Layla comes into the battle and saves these people in a van and the little girl yeah. goes, are you an Egyptian superhero? Yeah. And Layla like has to think about it for a second and goes, yes, I am. Yeah. And I think it really works. I think there's like, a, that's, that's a scene that could, I think go badly and feel shitty and like uh, contrived. Yes. But I thought that, I thought that it really worked. Yes. I, I, I think if, if she had said, yes, I am. And the music like was like, bah, 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 and the little girl's like, cool. Then it would have been like, uh, but just in, like it's a quick moment, I think it works. Very, it works well. I think it plays well. Yeah, it works plays well, and I think it's also the thing that like it's nice to have that beat in this show because you can't do that with Moon Knight. No, no, you can't. And, but you're establishing Layla potentially as a different kind of a hero. Yeah, she's like I'm. I'm on screen before Black Adam. Is what, <laughs> what she's saying. <laughs> also, I'm actually in. Egyptian and I'm actually, as yeah, I'm actually yeah. a Middle Eastern woman. Like I'm not. Uh, what is, what is Dwayne Johnson? He, he's, Hawaiian, I believe he I is, uh, I believe he is of Pacific Island, uh, yeah. heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I like that moment a lot. I thought that really, really, really worked. Um, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the series is really great. There, I, we have had so many comments about people not liking it. And I've seen so many people on, on Twitter complain about not liking it. Um, somebody uh, complained about how the episodes were uneven and then the show ab- ends abruptly. I mean, I don't know what else you want to happen at the end of the show. Like, I mean, like, to but be very I, I mean, I think, I think that plays in the mindset where, like, the fight is just skipped over. It's like, boom, boom. And I can, like, again, I think it, it works in, like, they set it up. I'm not saying they don't set it up in any way, but it's definitely a thing where it's like, oh, that's it? That's the end of the fight? Okay. Well, I wasn't like, sure if this person was talking about the fight or the end of the episode. But I feel like that, I mean, that is essentially the end of the episode. Oh, they beat him. And then there's like another minute and a half, right? Like, yeah, they, there's they, not that they, much more. They that. really rushed it. Like, that's how you want to do it. That's the yeah. You want to get out. You you don't want to take too long. You want to pop, pop, pop. For sure. Yeah, there's there's a real problem with modern movies where they end and then they take forever to get to the credits. Old movies, it's like they the plane is crashing. They land the plane safely. They step out of the plane and the movie ends. Like that's yes. it. Like we don't have to take them home or like whatever. This yeah. just fucking ends. And modern movies have a hard time with that. Batman. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Have a really hard time with that. And uh, I'm glad that the show doesn't have a hard time with that. The fucking story ended. It's done. Let's, let's just yes. move it along. We get one moment with, with, with um, Mark and Steven uh, integrated and we're going to, we're going to get out. That's, yes. that, that's all we really need. In and out, in and out. That's it. But Let's I don't go. really understand a lot of the complaints about the show in general. And I have tried to understand and I just don't get it. Like I, it makes me feel like a little bit weird it actually reminds me of people complaining about the Eternals and then some people complaining about the new Doctor Strange movie, right? Read these reviews and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, Eternals and Doctor Strange and, and this to, for most of it, I, I fully agree. I don't under, like, I don't get what people are upset by, like, like what is not working, you know, but I don't know. Like, like the three of these things in a row have made me and Spider-Man's in there mixed in there, but I'm um, Spider-Man's not, really falls into this category but it's a thing where i'm like oh marvel's trying they're getting weird and i like that i like that they're getting a little weird with it now they're like hey we've we've given you a lot of stuff you guys are down for this right we're gonna try some stuff and it's like okay right. let's try some stuff let's get weird yeah no i i like I, I, and I think again i think you cannot like them um obviously taste is subjective right but i think that i just think the complaints that people have just are, are baffling to me 
Um, and I, I, I don't get, especially about Moon Knight, which I thought was just really excellent the whole time through, more or less. And I, I like really well. Like, like really I've seen well. some people be like, oh, it moves too quick. And it's like, I, I'm happy it moves quick. <laughs> like, like, I'm happy that it doesn't have that thing where, like, halfway through the season, I'm like, oh, get on with it. Like, Right, like it I doesn't have a dare Falcon basically. Winter Soldier, you know. I was like, oh, okay, like, right. are we really just going to stand in empty streets for the next two episodes, and that's it? This didn't have that feel. It kept moving, you know, and I, I really enjoyed that. I like that aspect of it. Same with Hawkeye. I thought Hawkeye kept moving really well too. But um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what issues people have. Like, like I had even said, uh, you know, go back and listen if you guys want. When he, when Kanshu got captured, I was like. it's going to be rough going through two episodes without Moon Knight. And it wasn't. It worked. It worked perfectly well. Like, they did a great job. Yeah, no, they... I I, I think they they killed it in a lot of different ways, among which is they made these characters really interesting on their own. So they could do adventure stuff on their own that they didn't need Moon Knight for. Yes. Um, And then also they figured out how to do an interesting episode inside a head, which is a tough thing to do. And I think, I think they successfully pulled it off. Yeah. Um, and Oscar Isaac is just really good. Oscar Isaac's terrific. Yeah. Like, I there mean, is like, a way a different actor, this would not have worked. You know, definitely. Like the, the, you need somebody of Oscar Isaac's caliber. You need, again, I, I don't know the name of the actress that plays Layla, but she is fantastic. Like you need that kind of stuff. You need actors like that. You need, you know, people. I mean, Oscar Isaac is carrying entire scenes by himself, acting off of himself. And right. it works perfectly. Yeah, and it's really fun. I mean, like, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I think, I don't know. It's it's the only, my only real c- uh, complaint. That's a big truck going by. I'm I'm on my motorcycle. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> on the go. We're recording this episode on the go. I'm on the uh, I think that my only complaint about this whole series, frankly, is that they played Mark's origin, Mark's origin as a, um, as a uh, reveal. Yeah, and I think they didn't quite seed it properly. I think that if you're not paying the right attention, I think it's not gonna it's not gonna work for you. I'm um, I'm interested in that because we went into this knowing that Mark Spector is the true identity. I wonder if if there are people who were surprised to learn that Stephen was not the true identity. I'm sure there definitely are, but I just even mean like the basis of his origin and stuff like that. It's just they play like he killed her dad and or yes, her, yeah. he was involved in dad's death. That's all stuff that's like established very early on in his in his solo comic. They play it as a mystery here. I don't mind they play it as a mystery. I just am not convinced it is written out properly. I don't think it, that this scene is about this stuff. To it. Like they flashed the beats of it, but we don't see it, I think is a weird thing. Is, is well, it I mean, strange? It's not just that. I mean, like, um, it's not just they don't flash to it, but I think as they mention it in earlier episodes, I think they don't make a big enough deal out of her dead dad in the first couple of episodes. Yeah. Do you know, it's like stuff like that. It's like little story notes that I have where I'm like, I think you need to lean on this harder. Yeah. Um, so that later on when this is revealed, it feels bigger as opposed, even though obviously him being involved in the death of her dad is big no matter what. But like, I think there's a way to, I don't know, it just, it didn't feel seated correctly to me. That was my yeah. biggest yeah. complaint. Okay. Um, but what I love about the series is that I love that it's all these different genres. Yes. That in much the same way that Mark Spector has many personalities, so did the series. Yes. Yeah. It's and there's horror, horror. It's superhero. Yeah. It's uh, action. It's adventure. Jones action. Yeah. Yeah. It's all over. I, I, I appreciated that a lot. Yeah. It's just, it's just the best. Um, uh, yeah. I, I just, I really enjoyed it. 
Yes. And if it's a one shot, I'll be sad because I think that the post credits really does open the door to something really interesting for season two. Um, I hope that Oscar Isaac decides that he wants to get that second vacation home. Yes. Um, but if I he doesn't, he doesn't. talking about how doing this reinvigorated his want to do bigger projects where like after Star Wars, he's like, I don't want to do these kinds of things anymore. And then doing this, he was like, maybe I do. Maybe, maybe it was just a bad experience there. Well, his story when he came into this was that he wasn't sure he wanted to do it. And then he came up with the Stephen Grant voice and then he decided he really wanted to do it. I wonder if now that he has a Jake Lockley to play with, he'll be really interested in doing that. Yes. Like if he's interested in upping the level of difficulty in playing three characters instead of two. Yeah. He insisted on, 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 on acting as, um, Mark and Steven on different days. Really? Okay. Yeah. So they would shoot like the reflection on one day and then the main thing on another day. I mean, I kind of want to goof on that, but also he's fucking amazing. <laughs> so like it works, you know, like what am I, you know, it, am I going to argue with the guy? He, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. No, it, I, it, it really, it really works. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, 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 like I said, I can't disagree fully with your complaints, I, but I, but for me, it's funny because there was a complaint that, my girlfriend had about Dr. Strange and I know she can um, never see movies again. She never see movies again. Uh, she had a complaint about it and it's hard for me to disagree with the complaint, but yes. there's a part of my brain that is so fundamentally damaged by comic book storytelling that what she's yes. complaining about, I'm like, let's just a part of these, how these stories go. Like I, I, I can't yeah. even begin to get worked up about it. And no. it's the same thing with this. This is just how superhero movies are. They're killing people right up to the end when they suddenly decide not to kill a villain. Like yes. I don't love it, but I'm just like, it's just so, a part of the thing that when it happens, I go, okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was really, really, really good. What? Did you see the, um, the breakdown of like the black Adam thing they showed at CinemaCon or whatever it's called? No, I did not. Where like, apparently he, uh, somebody says to, to Black Adam, like, like, superheroes don't kill. And he's like, well, then I'm a different kind of superhero. It's like, no, you're just like every other superhero because they all just murder people in these movies and stuff. <laughs> you're exactly Especially the in, just in the DC universe where we introduce Superman murdering a guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel like he's that off the reservation, frankly. No, no. I mean, I mean he genocides people. That's, that is different. Yes, in the comics, he does commit genocide, which is interesting. Not convinced he's going to commit a genocide on the movie, but um, I actually I bet he does because maybe he, in the past he creates Kondok, so he has to destroy an entire civilization, like an entire country, to create Kondok. So, uh, you know, uh, maybe that that movie is going to commit a genocide at the box office and knock every other movie out. Who knows? Probably. Oh no, they moved it. That's why Shazam is now coming out against uh, Avatar instead. <laughs> Yeah. They, the cannon fodder. Just yeah, directly it really bums there. me out because I love the first Shazam movie so much. I'm really helpful for this new Did one. you have the Avatar trailer in front of you, Doctor Strange? Yes, I did. What do you think? I looked. It's a good looking movie. I don't care. I didn't, you know, the first Avatar did not blow me away, really. Like, you know, I was like, oh, look at that. And this one, this one being like, they're in water now. I was like, oh, they're in water neat it's well it's funny yeah i don't like the characters and i'm not that enchanted with the world like it's just not that interesting to me yeah um and this looks like just more of the same yeah which i guess if you're a fan of it like those people on did you watch that episode of how to at john wilson where he goes no. to the avatar fan meetup no 
I remember when there are people who are like, I'm going to kill myself so I can go to whatever the Pandora called Pandora. You should watch. There's an episode of the show How To with John Wilson, season two, where he goes to a meeting of Avatar fans. Okay. And it is both um, funny and unbelievably sad. Okay. Like it's unreal, like how it is both of these things. Like it is both ridiculously funny. And then also as these people talk, you are like heartbroken. Okay. And it's definitely worth checking out. That whole show's worth checking out, by the way. It's like one of the great TV shows running today. Um, but that, because it's a, it's just like a weird semi-documentary show. So you can just jump into the, that okay, episode. You, know, you don't need to know anything else. It's in season two. I, I honestly really strongly recommend it. But I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, okay, sure. I'm going to see it. Yeah. I'm, I'll, maybe um, I'll see it. I'm not sold. I'm going to go see it. I have AMC A-list. I'm going to see it. There's no yeah. reason not to. Yeah. I'm going to see the re-release. That made me want to go back and check the first one. Because I guess the main dude and uh, what's her name have a have a kid right in this one. And he's like, this is our family. And I was like, aren't you in like a robot body or something? How do you have a kid with her? No, he <laughs> is. He's in that avatar body. But it's not a real it creature, is. right? I thought it was Isn't like, it? I, they, like, I can't remember because I thought it was something like, no, we grew this into like. But it's a grown. MP. It's not a robot. It's a grown thing. I think. But like, like, I didn't think it was like. I know. Like, I just, I just watching that moment was like, oh, I guess, I guess you have kids. I don't know. It's weird. It's, full, it's fully functioning. Yeah, yeah it's I a fully so. functional avatar. Uh, Navi. He's a fully functional Navi. Uh, uh, Papyrus. Yeah, they changed the font, didn't they? I don't know. I don't know. It looked a little different to me this time. Anyway, we'll be back again next week. We're going to have something different for Marvel Vision. We're not going to go fully dark uh, as we have in the past in between shows. We're going to we're going to keep the lights on over here, and we're going to surprise you. What we're doing? I don't. Do we decide what we're doing? I thought we did. We did. I wasn't sure. We, we talked about it, and I wasn't sure if we had decided on it. I thought we did because it's on Tubi, and I feel like we yeah. should let people know so they can watch it if they want to. Okay, so what we're going to do for the next episode, we were talking about, like, what can we do on the off-season, like, when we're not watching a Marvel or, or a DC live-action, like, DCEU show. And um, we uh, decided, let's keep... Derek had recommended doing um, a couple of uh, Justice League cartoon story arcs. I want Just the one. I want to do the Cadmus arc, because I think it's fantastic. And I'm sure it's really great, and I, I'm, I'm not against it, but I was like, this might be a little bit off the, a little bit far off the um, beaten path for us. Maybe That's like season, bit. season thirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to keep it with live action superhero stuff, and we're going to keep it, if possible, on TV. Like that's part of the deal, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to do the first of two one-hour television specials, uh, which together are known as Legends of the Superheroes. And it's the uh, it was the challenge of the superheroes, and then the superhero was it the second one called the roast, isn't it? Or is, the is first this one called the roast? The roast? I don't know. No, the first one's the. Well, anyway, they're both on uh, Tubi for free. Uh, these are the nineteen seventy nine ones. It's got an unbelievable array of fucking DC characters, like unreal, like really characters they still haven't crazy. shown up in the movies. Uh, and uh, including such characters as Rhoda Rooter um, yeah, <laughs> and Ghetto is. Man. Yes. <laughs> that one's pretty rough. It's pretty tough. Pretty tough stuff. I will not lie. Um, so uh, one of them's a roast and one of them is like just like a sort of like a battle of the network stars, right? That's like the premise of the other one. Yeah, yeah. They, they fight a bunch of bad guys. Uh, 
so the, the fir- we're going to do one of those next week. The challenge, yeah. The first one is the challenge, which is, and the, then the second one is the roast. The second one is the roast, where they, which hosted by Ed McMahon. Yes. Yep. Yeah. New characters featured Ghetto Man, an African American superhero, performed stand up comedy routine, Aunt Minerva, uh, Captain Marvel, villainous. Yep. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna start with challenge, and then the week after that, we're going to do the roast. Yes. So because these are both an hour, so that's plenty. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of content. Uh, and so that's what we're going to do next week. You can find that on Tubi for free. Yes. Which is pretty nice. And we'll be back again next week. We're going to be back again in a couple of days. We have both seen Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. We've both excited to talk about it. We're going to record an episode in the coming days, and that's going to be on our Watchmen podcast. That's the podcast available to subscribers at the Patreon, the $5 and above level. It's www.patreon.com slash cinema sangha, S A N G H A. For $5, you're going to get our Watchmen show. It's a monthly superhero deep dive. We talk about the new movies that are coming out, and if there's no new movie, we find an old movie to talk about. You vote on them, by the way. And uh, this is going to be Doctor Strange. So if you are a Marvel person and you want our thoughts on the Marvel movies, you're only going to get them on uh, on Watchmen. In fact, we really went out of our way not to mention anything about Doctor Strange, how we felt about it in this episode. (laughs) We really did. Uh, so go subscribe there. If you subscribe at $5, you also get our other our other TV show podcast, The Bad Batch, about Star Wars TV shows. And that's going to be heating up with the arrival of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yes. So um, we'll be back again next week. Until then, may you be happy. May Oh, actually, Dark, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitter at WH underscore Wolfhat. You can find me on Twitter at DevonCF. And now back to my spiel. May you be happy. May you be safe. May you be well. But most of all, may you remain a true believer.